What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and today I've got a story about an emo kid who made a fool out of himself in his college class. I know you guys are gonna absolutely love it. As you can tell, it's a little bit of a longer one too, so uh, because it's about emo kids and it's longer, I'm gonna ask y'all to press the like button, otherwise no joke, no scam, you'll turn emo. And here is the other video's comment of the day. I really appreciate everybody that leaves a comment down below, and without further ado, let's hop right into it. Alright, so the guy who sent this in to me is taking an entrepreneurship class in college, which, you know, comes with a, uh, a few rules. One, if you're in an entrepreneurship class, you have to accept that it's a class about making money. Even if you don't like making money, that's what this class is about. Not liking it is the equivalent of like being mad that a chemistry class is about science. And also, you just kind of have to have a somewhat positive attitude when it comes to like anything entrepreneurial. Because you're gonna fail a lot, there's gonna be a lot of people that are like, that's a dumb idea. So, if you just hate everything and are very negative, it's probably not the path for you. It doesn't mean that you suck and there's not a path for you, it just means that this particular one might not be great for you. Either way, they get this assignment where they were gonna have to like talk about a business plan and how they were going to achieve it. And the partner that the person that sent this into me gets assigned is a self-proclaimed emo that's like 35 years old. Which, listen, there's nothing wrong with liking quote-unquote emo things. Like, I had an emo phase, a lot of the bands that I listened to back then are still good. But I feel like if you're still calling yourself emo when you're 35, then like, I, I don't know, something went wrong because you should like your life by this point. Nothing wrong with still liking that stuff, but you guys get what I'm saying. I, I just feel like going out of your way to be like, I'm emo when you're an adult is weird. The same way it's weird for someone to be like, uh, I'm a jock. It's like, dude, you're 57. There's, there's no athletics here. What are you talking about? Either way, this guy just refused to be positive. It was almost like they were actually allergic to saying anything positive or thinking positively whatsoever. Whenever he would try to, like, encourage his partner to do something for the assignment or try harder, he would literally reply and be like, Life is pointless. Why bother to do anything? And if that's your attitude, why do anything? Like, why even wipe? Life's pointless. Who, who cares? There's certain things that even if life has no meaning, you should just do. Like, you're gonna have to work. It's a part of living life. So you might as well just be good at it, you know? You're gonna have to do it 40 hours a week. You're gonna have to go to school or learn something. It's not like you're never gonna have to learn again. So just apply yourself and get it over with. But whatever. He just refused to think positively. He refused to do anything to really help himself. And on top of it, it wasn't like he was just negative about himself. He would crap on everyone else. And listen, there's not much you can do. If somebody just wants to be a Debbie Downer on themselves and say that everything sucks and there's no reason for them to try because none of it matters for them in the first place, it's annoying, but they're the person affecting themselves. But when you start crapping on everybody else for being positive and trying to bring them down, it's just not a good vibe. Whenever somebody would start talking about, like, a side business or something they were working on outside of class that they were excited about, he would crap on it and be like, why bother, who cares, there's no point, you're probably gonna fail anyways. Which is just a bad attitude, especially when someone's telling you about something they're excited about, you know? Somebody's like, man, I'm just so excited. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be excited because it's stupid, there's no point anyways, it's just depressing. And on top of it, if you're gonna hate people that are going, like, uh, to try to find something extra to do for money, I feel like an entrepreneurship course is not for you. 
I just feel like the type of people taking this course are definitely the type that have some type of side hustle always going. So if that really bothers you, you're probably annoyed all the time there. Anyways, as I said, the teacher assigns them a speech about something that they're passionate about, about work. It's very much supposed to be a speech about work. And the emo kid just groans like, I don't want to give a speech. Yeah, nobody wants to give a speech, but sometimes you get an assignment at work or in, in life or something that you don't want to do, but you're going to have to do it anyways. Not wanting to do schoolwork is pretty normal. Nobody wants to do schoolwork. It's not like you're unique for that. It's like the Toyota Camry of opinions. And the teacher doesn't really know how to respond to somebody saying that they don't want to give a speech because, like, it's your assignment. I don't know. Even though you don't want to do it, you have to do it. So the teacher just tells them, well, it's for a grade, so you don't have to do it, but you're not going to have a very good grade in the class, so you figure out if it's worth it to you or not. Well, I guess Mr. Emo doesn't like it because he starts going off about how apparently this teacher's assignment and the fact that she's going to make him give a speech is the reason that his life is so bad and the reason that his life has been falling apart. And I just feel like that's A, very dramatic considering it was assigned 20 seconds ago. So unless a bunch of things just went down in your life, it doesn't have any impact on anything going on. And on top of it, you don't have a lot of good reasons to be emo if one school assignment, like, shatters your entire world. I hate my life so much that, like, one school assignment pisses you off? Life can't be that bad if school assignments are still making you that angry. Your life is still good enough that one college assignment can ruin it. You gotta put that in perspective. There's literally people that don't have somewhere warm to sleep and you're angry about an assignment at college. Either way, the day of the speech comes, and the entire time that they were preparing for the speech and getting ready to give the speech, he was just complaining, saying that this assignment was stupid and it was taking all the enjoyment out of his life, and he couldn't believe the teacher would be so rude to assign something. That, that's how it works. People assign stuff in school, dude. I, I don't know what you expected your teacher to do, just never assign you anything because it would kill the vibe. Anyways, like I said, the day comes for everybody to give their speech, and he gets up there and proceeds to blame every life problem on this class and this assignment. Keep in mind, man is in his mid-30s trying to blame every mistake that's ever happened on something that wasn't assigned till a week ago. And I'm talking about everything. He's blaming the fact that he hadn't had a job on this class. Somehow, it's, it's the fault of the assignment that only existed for a week that you haven't been able to have a job in 30 years, everybody falls on hard times. Like, I hope you get a job, you know? But very clearly, there's some missing parts of your story if you think the assignment that existed for a week caused 30 years of unemployment. And then, out of nowhere, he just starts going on this rant about how when his parents split up when he was a kid, it was all this assignment's fault. Which, if you think blaming 30 years of unemployment on assignments that didn't exist until a week ago is weird, just wait till someone starts saying that somehow this professor's assignment from a week ago caused their parents to split up 25 years ago? And I'm not saying that doesn't suck. Like, once again, I'm sorry. I wish you didn't have to go through that. But I'm not understanding how any of these things are related at all. It's like, I'm mad at this assignment, therefore, it is the reason anything goes wrong ever in my life. I will forever blame every single slight inconvenience. Every, every time I stub my toe, it's this assignment's fault. Either way, the teacher interrupts him and is like, hey, you need to relax. This really isn't the point of the assignment. Everyone looks pretty uncomfortable. Please stop. 
and he starts screaming about how if he's not allowed to finish his speech, then he's never gonna come back. He will never come back to the class again. And the teacher isn't really insanely afraid of that threat. It's not like this teacher's job is dependent on this one person coming back to the class. It was like a freshman-sized class in college, and those classes can get up to 100, 150 kids. If there's 150 kids in a class on day one, yeah, probably four or five will drop out over the course of a year. It's not like they're hell-bent on making sure everyone's there and on top of it. If they have to pick between you staying there and screaming at them and blaming literally every problem in your life on them and not listening, or you leaving, then they're probably gonna just ask you to leave. Like, why would they want to deal with that? This doesn't sound like something that would be fun to deal with. But when the teacher says, just go ahead and leave, they stand there and are like, what do you mean leave? And so the teacher says again, I mean, stop and leave. And the emo kid can't comprehend that they're actually telling him to leave. So he's like, but I'm speaking about my assignment. And the teacher has to outline it for him, literally spell it out for him, that this is an entrepreneurship class. None of these things are related at all. Everything you're blaming on the class didn't happen until well after everything you're talking about. And on top of it, yes, I'm going to give you assignments about giving speeches and having to talk because that's what comes with entrepreneurship. If you're going to have a business, eventually you're going to have to talk to someone about your business. So if all you're going to do is use this as a way to like blame me for all your problems, that's not the point and you're not understanding the class so you can leave. Well, this is what I want to speak about. And he rips his paper in half all dramatically and no one really does anything about his ripping his paper in half. I don't know if he thought that everyone was going to be like, oh no, he ripped up his speech, but no one says anything. And so everyone's staring there all confused, and the teacher just says again, just go, get out of here. And the emo kid looks at the teacher, and as dramatically as humanly possible, almost like he's trying to get into a really bad production of a Shakespeare play. Your assignment ruined my life! And he storms out all dramatically, man. He really hit those high notes. He, he was just going above and beyond to make sure everyone knew that this assignment destroyed him. The professor walks to the front of the class after he storms out of there, though, and has a moment with the class and is like, I just genuinely need to know if the assignment was that bad. Because I don't want to give assignments to people if it's going to ruin their life. So if it's that bad, please tell me. And obviously it shows that the professor was never hell-bent on ruining their life in the first place because they were apologetic if that's what happened. And everyone tells them, like, no, we all kind of understood that at some point we were going to have to give a speech in an entrepreneurship class so no one else is mad at you. And everyone else gets up and proceeds to give normal speeches. Everything's fine. But as they're nearing the end of class, the door flies open. And the emo kid walks back in with the swagger of, like, Scar from The Lion King, as if everyone should just be slack-jawed that he's managed to come back. And he has a bullhorn with him, and the teacher says, get out, and they just lift up the bullhorn and start screaming over the teacher, This class will make you a cog in the machine! Okay, alright, and he just keeps screaming that over and over and over. And I'm not gonna say that being a cog in a machine is good, but I, I think at a certain point you have to realize that like, you have to pick a machine to be a part of, whether it's working on a farm and like growing food, you know, or, or working as an accountant. Theoretically, all of these are a machine. 
And there's no way to really live your life not being a cog in any quote-unquote machine unless you just, like, really go live in a shack in the middle of the woods. But then even then, if you went to Home Depot and bought some wood, then you're a part of the machine, buddy. You put some money in the machine. Either way, if we did get rid of the machine, I, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the cool stuff we have is because of, of the machine. Like, it's a mutually beneficial agreement, you know? We invented computers because of the machine, and now we play Overwatch on them. Either way, the class is just kind of standing there staring at him with no reaction, because they're not sure how they're supposed to react to that, and he's just screaming on a bullhorn. And when he realizes that they're not going to give him some super dramatic over-the-top reaction, it, like, makes him change his approach, and he starts yelling about a revolution and how they could overthrow the teacher. And nobody jumps out of their chair to partake in this revolution against something they're not mad about. And on top of it, let's say you guys do rebel against the teacher. You overthrow the teacher, you kick him out, you lock the classroom door. This is our classroom now. Do you think that the dean of the school is just going to let that slide? Oh, people just took over a classroom? Whatever, we're going to let them pass. No, you're just all going to get expelled. So no one is jumping up and being like, yeah, this is such a good idea. And he yells something about how this was their last time to make friends with him, and next time they'll be enemies, and he storms back out of class. Now for the last time. He doesn't come back after this. And he does not come back to class again after that, probably quit and went back to whatever he was doing before. But everyone was just so confused on A, why he freaked out in the first place, but also why he came back. Like, you clearly already embarrassed yourself, and then you left and thought, I should go get a bullhorn and go back and try to start a revolution. That, that just seems like the dumbest thing you could possibly think after everyone doesn't react to anything you say and you're asked to leave the class. Imagine this is how he actually plans on, like, running a business one day, you know? He's at the bank trying to get a loan, and they're like, what's your business plan? Well, either you give me a loan, or I will blame you for my mom hating me. It's your fault somehow. I don't think the bank's gonna roll with that. They're probably not gonna give you a loan to start your business. I, I don't know if people are gonna want a salesman that says if they don't buy from him, then it's their fault that his life sucks. People just don't really enjoy that an absolute ton. So just don't be like this guy. Don't try to start a rebellion and you'll probably be all right. All right, I'm going to interrupt the video for one second. On screen now is a gift card code. I give one of these away in every video as a way to say thank you to you guys for subscribing, turning on notifications, all that good stuff. I really do appreciate that. If you already are subscribed with notifications on, then you're a legend, but if you haven't already, you should consider it, because, you know, I, I post videos regularly and I'm giving away money. Come on. So this next story time was sent in to me by someone that was at the skate park, and it wasn't like a very large skate park, and it just so happened that they only had one flat rail to skate on, which, for those of you that don't skate, it's like a rail that's not going down a ramp or down the stairs, it's just like a little rail on the ground, and it's the best way to learn tricks on a rail. There was only one, though, and there was this, like, emo-looking kid sitting on it, and he just was not really paying attention to anything, wasn't moving, wasn't skating it, just kind of sitting there. And because it was the only one, the person who sent this in to me thought it wouldn't be rude to go over and, like, very nicely ask if he could just skate it. And listen, it's not unusual for people to go to the skate park and sit in places that, like, you kind of need to skate, but it's more common for it to be, like, a box, the top of a quarter pipe. Just sitting on a flat rail is not very comfortable. I've never done it, but I'm going to assume it's not the most comfortable place to sit. So if anything, he thought he would be, like, doing the guy a favor because, oh, just go sit somewhere else, it'll be a lot comfier. 
So he skates up to the guy and he says, hey man, that's the only rail in the skate park and I've been trying to learn a trick on it, so would it be okay if like you move so I could skate the rail? Which seems nice. I don't think that like anyone would really find a reason to get mad at that unless they were looking for a reason to get mad. Which just so happened to be exactly what Mr. Emo Dude was looking for. Like, his reaction, you could just tell he was waiting for something to piss him off and have something to get angry about. Are you really asking me to move right now, bro? Huh? Huh? Like, are you really gonna do that? And so the skater's reaction is just like, well, I, I guess you don't have to if you don't want to, but I just was asking if I could skate it. Oh, well, is your name on the rail? Is it? Last time I checked before I sat on it, there was no name on it. And he literally responds like, no, why would it be? And then he asks, like, why did you check the rail for a name before you sat on it? Not because he was trying to make him feel bad. He was just genuinely very confused why he would assume that anyone's name would be on the public skating equipment. And like, would that change anything? Hypothetically, if you jumped up and his name was there, were you going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry and move right away? No, probably not. Regardless, emo guy's like, I'm not going to move because it's not yours, so I don't have to. And the skater just says, okay, man, and skates away. He could just tell the guy was looking for trouble. He didn't feel like wasting the time at the skate park fighting with this guy. He was just going to go skate something else. And the guy was just clearly, like, illogical. There was no way fighting was going to get anywhere. So he's going to skate away, wants nothing to do with him. But the guy gets up and starts walking after him, like, following him across the skate park, yelling after him, get back here, get back here. And at first he thought he was talking to somebody else, so he keeps skating and someone like points behind him. So he stops and turns around and he can see that the guy is like walking up to him. And so he puts his arms out in like a what are you doing type of pose situation and the emo guy just starts yelling at him. What, you're just gonna walk away? Like you're just gonna walk away? And the skater just says, well, you weren't going to move, so yeah, like what, did you expect me to just sit there and stare at you? What did you want me to do? And the emo kid goes, well, you could fight me for it. Why would he want to fight you over this? This just does not seem worth fighting over. Like, there's certainly things in life that are worth fighting for, and I don't think this is one of those. And he can't believe that this guy wants to fight him over this, so he replies, like, yeah, I'm not gonna fight you over this. That would be really stupid. I'm just not that mad about it. And the emo kid starts trying to make him look bad and is like, oh, is it because you're scared? You're afraid that if you fight me, you're gonna lose? No, it has nothing to do with that. I just don't want to get in a fight over something stupid. And when he says that to the emo kid, then he starts trying to twist it into like, oh, you think I'm stupid? Very evidently, this guy just had some anger issues, wanted to go to the skate park and take his anger out on somebody. Like, something is not right about the way this guy's reacting to everything. He's literally trying to find a reason to be pissed off. So he starts walking up closer to the subscriber, and they're already relatively close, so it's very evident when he starts approaching him that it's not to be nice and, like, give him a handshake, you know? He's coming at him because he probably wants to punch him or fight him or something. And the skater says again, I don't want to fight you, dude. Like, please don't do this. I don't want to fight. And the emo kid picks his arms up into, like, the flexing position and goes, well, we're throwing down, so let's go. 
And so he puts his hands up and the subscriber takes a step back and is like, dude, just walk away. He's literally doing everything he can to avoid having to fight this guy because he doesn't want to. But he steps forward to swing at him and he's not going to let himself be hit. And the way he stepped forward, he like literally took a step. So the skater puts his feet down there and just trips him. And the way he trips him, it makes the guy like go into a face plant. And when you're falling in a like forward direction, the, the normal thing is to throw your hands out. And anybody, especially people that have skated for a long time, like it just kind of becomes muscle memory when you start falling that you just use your hands to catch yourself so you don't smash your face on the ground. Well, this emo dude had apparently not spent a whole lot of time actually skating because he goes full face plant. And it wasn't like a light face plant. We're talking some Mac. And he gets up holding his nose, trying to not let anyone see it. And is like, fine, skate the rail. I just, I don't care anyways. And he runs out of the skate park. And the skater's just sitting there confused, like, okay, I didn't mean to hurt him, but B, he was that adamant on fighting and was gonna be that bad at it? If you're gonna go to the skate park and try to find somebody to fight, you would think you'd have a little bit, like, more experience than literally beating yourself up when you fall over. He took himself out of the fight. He did go over and skate the rail after he left, though, just because he was like, well, it's open now. I I'm not sure what emo dude was up to, but definitely managed to embarrass himself. All right, the last story I've got for you guys today comes from somebody that drives for a certain ride-sharing company that, uh... There's only two. It's not like I need to specify them. There's like two that are large and they like their job. They enjoy it. But sometimes the customers get a little weird and scary. That's just the reality of working in the general public, though. I feel like if on a regular basis you're interacting with strangers, you'll find out pretty quickly. Most people are a little bit different than what you would expect. Either way, one day he goes to this, like, beautiful house and out walks this guy in full face paint, a trench coat, and hops in the car. And he's not going to judge him, but he certainly was not used to people having, like, a trench coat, full goth face paint on, you know, the whole nines. And the guy immediately starts talking and it's very off because he says that he is the demon king of which all demons report back to and all demons are within his domain. And the Uber driver really doesn't know what to say to that. Like that's the first thing he says to this guy when he gets in his car. It's not like on a daily basis as a Lyft driver you're bumping into people claiming to be the kings of demons. So he just replies to him, oh, that's cool, that, that, that's great. You don't want to start pissing off the guy who thinks he's the Demon King. But the Demon King starts saying that he has thousands of souls on his conscience and there's very little he can do to clear it. And the driver, once again, not sure what to say, is like, wow, that sounds scary. Especially now that he's talking about having all these souls on his conscience, the last thing he wants to do is start trying to fight the Demon King who's got all these souls on his conscience. Like, that, that doesn't sound like the type of person you want to argue with. But whatever, because the driver isn't freaking out, he's probably not used to people listening to him this long about being the Demon King or, or whatever he's got going on. So he just keeps talking and talking and apparently he can shapeshift into a snake so that way he can go spy on people because sometimes demons have to spy on people. Tracking makes perfect sense. And so the driver keeps engaging him enough to like not come off as rude, but it's not like he's trying to drag out the conversation either. He's very obviously just kind of giving polite one word answers. 
But the Demon King does not have time to worry about social cues. He's too busy running a demon empire. So they get to the destination and the Demon King gets out of the car and he goes like, thank you so much for the ride. Because you were nice to me, I won't send demons on you. You will have safe passage tonight. And he's like, oh, okay, thank you. I, I didn't even realize that you cursing me with demons was on the table. I probably wouldn't have accepted the ride if I knew you were going to potentially curse me with demons. But whatever, he drove out of there very confused and like excited to not have to deal with that. But what was even funnier is the Demon King ended up giving him five stars, which means he got into his meeting, you know, he started talking to all the demons. All right, guys, we're causing a lot of terror. Oh, hold on. Let me go give my uh, driver a five-star review real quick because he was awesome. Really listened to a lot of the work stuff I've wanted to get through this week. Great sounding board. Either way, just a very out there situation. That one's pretty funny to me. I'm sure you see a lot of weird people if you do like a job like that. On that note though, guys, be sure to press the like button. I really do appreciate it. It helps the video do better. And if you're going to take the time to like, you might as well comment. If you don't know what to comment, go ahead and comment the word emo down below if you enjoyed the video. And if you want to listen to these, but you like want to listen to an audio version, kind of like a podcast, I do post them as a podcast over on Spotify. I'll put the link down below. I'm working on getting it on Apple Podcasts too. They're just being a pain in the butt for some reason. Other than that, I went ahead and made a playlist with some of my favorite videos I've made recently. So if you're coming back for the first time in a while and you want to watch some videos, I'll put a link to that in the pinned comment. Feel free to check it out. But yeah, on that note, guys, that'll do it. Thank you all so much for watching. Get ready for the 12 Days of Scrubs coming up soon. And hopefully I will see each and every single one of you guys in another video. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. I'm out. Peace.